Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yep. Kicking out North Loomer's way. Here comes Dayden. Scramble. Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Inside Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome back. It is 10 List Tuesday for Round 22 on the Insight NRL Podcast, proudly sponsored by the Standard Squeeze. I'm your host, the Super Coach Brain, and I'm joined by my co-host, the Super Coach Matrix. Doing a bit of dancing in the background there. You put, you nearly fucking put me off. You're very close to putting me <laughs> off the start of the pod. Hey, God, that was, how's your, that, how's your was, that was the point. Honestly, I've been I've been as crooked as a dog's hind leg. I've been crook. Um, but I am here. I'm excited to talk about footy. I've got my puffer. I've oh, got nice. my Carlton dry. <laughs> Good, I am uh, mix ready of... for tinless Tuesday. You got your medication sorted. Love that prescription yeah. medication in the left hand, of course. Um, yeah, mate. As we always do, we'll talk around 22 ins and outs. We'll talk all things teams. We'll talk about trade targets this week. Captains, vice captains, and of course, we will answer everyone's questions as we always do every single week. And please, if you're watching already, thanks for joining us. Jump in the comments. Let us know if any questions that you have throughout the show. We'll do our best to answer them. It is starting to get to a little bit of a tricky time of the year now. So, you know, we've got a lot more to consider in terms of start v sit. We'll talk about that a fair bit throughout the show as well. But uh, if you're watching already, please support the show by hitting subscribe underneath. Uh, When I look at the stats, I saw, I think it's 55% of people of our viewers have thankfully subscribed and we love them for it. But if you're one of the 45%, please hit that button because it really helps get out to more people uh, and we would appreciate it. And obviously if you're listening on audio, Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever it is you get your podcast, hit that follow button and leave us a review. Uh, how'd you wrap up last week, mate? I know we spoke on Sunday briefly. How'd your ranking finish up? Yes, yeah, so I got some 
actually pretty handy updates uh, with Nico and some blokes like that. Uh, got 11.52, and I was all doom and gloom, delete app, everything like that. I wasn't really. I was pretty happy. Everything just didn't pay off. But I moved down a 1,000 spots to 6,400th and hoping this week is a moving week after getting red arrows the last two. I moved down from about 5,000 to 6,400 in the last couple of weeks. That's a, and look, in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that bad. <laughs> that's a that's the difference between a good captaincy option in a week where everybody goes Nico and he gets 40. You know, that that's all yep. it takes is one bad popular yep. captain and one pod captain and you're back ahead. So definitely not panic stations. Um, I've got 13, 18, about a 10 point update overnight, which was nice. Uh, I think I went up about 700 spots. So I'm sitting at about 2,500th overall. Um, what's the goal for you this year? We haven't really talked about like where we want to finish, but now we're what, six weeks out. So like, where would you like to actually finish realistically? Oh, look, I, I I had had set my sights in the top 1%. Uh, probably, maybe just getting out of reach. If it's a top 4,000, I'd be pretty happy, I think. I think I just want to keep improving every week. Uh, I've set my team. I'm pretty happy with the guys that I've got. I've got four trades as cover. Uh, I can probably do a sideways trade to a guy that hits some form heading in and still cover myself for some trades without destroying myself for round 27, fingers crossed. And, um, yeah, look, I, I think if I finish top 4,000, I'll be happy. And, um, yeah, learnt a bit this year. I uh, learnt a bit, you know, I've made some, I suppose, some plays that have played off, some that haven't. And, um, yeah, pretty happy with where I'm sitting. That's super coach, isn't it? Some some of the pod plays work beautifully, some of them don't. So, uh, yeah. but we'll Rips. probably do a review. yeah Yeah, just a little bit just a tad but um yeah i i wouldn't mind top one percent still i think i'm in i think i'm in reach i think i'm in reach of top one percent i think that ends up being around maybe 1500th or something so i'm only a thousand spots out of where i want to be so that'd be nice top 1000 would get me a zinger voucher 15 dollar fucking kfc voucher how good is there anything better in life than a free zinger burger it depends when you go like you want to get those wicked wings when they are fresh you want to get them with the fat still dripping out of them like you know sometimes you go there at four o'clock in the afternoon they're just that little bit crusty they've been sitting there for a while they've just changed shifts nobody's changed the oil for a little while yeah it's a bit disappointing but i'll tell you what if you get there at the right time there is nothing better if anybody has the analytics to uh peak peak periods of changeover of the oil at KFC, make sure you hit us up in our DMs <laughs> because this is very important business we're talking about here. You know, hey, not it, super coach, but it's, KFC. It's the Insight Podcast Network, and I tell you what, I could do some good podcasting and some good TikToks on that. So absolutely, absolutely. Love our KFC. But mate, on the on another note, definitely not KFC related, but standard squeeze related. Uh use the code Insight15. Hop on their website, guys. They've got some great stuff on there to help you drink responsibly and conveniently as well. Uh I've got a bit of a trip planned. And I know that also on the back of that, we've got a trip together planned. All the insight boys are gonna be going going to Byron. Gonna get loose. That's going to be some good fun, all the boys getting together. And I can tell you what, I'm packing every standard squeeze bottle that I have. <laughs> and I'm packing my four-in-one because that thing's going to be in my hand all trip. So it's going to be t- very fun. 
I tell you what, as you get a, a Pepsi, not a Coke, from uh, KFC after your wicked wings, um, <laughs> you squeeze your standard squeeze, get a little additive into your Pepsi, 600 mil or 330 mil can for those uh, those obliged. And, uh, yeah, get in there and uh, add some additives to your Pepsi. Absolutely. Good shout. Good shout. Well, I mean... If anybody hasn't used that code yet, get on, use it, get yourself 15% off on the website. They've got some good stuff and it's actually really affordable too. So hop on standardsqueeze.com, get yourself a four in one. You might even be able to win one. Speaking of, the winner of the squeeze of the week this week with the highest <coughs> score in our unlimited group goes to Gary, coach of NQ Crime Rates <laughs> with nice. a, 1404, a 1404, which is massive. I actually ended up coming Crap. 15th in the league this week with the 1318. I thought I'd be higher than that. Some fucking good yeah, scores right. in this group. Yeah. So, uh, Great week. Congratulations, mate. Reach out and we'll uh, we'll get you a four-in-one awesome, um, awesome squeezes. Absolutely. So you get your choice now, Lucky. Thanks to the guys at Standard Squeeze, you can choose whether you want a four-in-one little uh, kind of stubby holder, cooler, thermos, whatever you want to call them, uh, or you can get yourself a, a combo pack, which is basically four of these bad boys. So you can go and get yourself one of them that come in four different sizes. So. Completely up to you guys for the winner, and, and Gary hit us up, bud, uh, and we'll get that sorted to you. Uh, Tim, coach of Lane Train, still leads the group as well, by the way. Special shout out to Tim, who's been in the league like for I think now to a forty second now. Yeah. yeah, so he's in a really good spot and, and still in striking distance. Uh, Chris, coach of Ball Brain, and Robert, coach of the Widgie Grubs, seventy uh, third and seventy eighth overall, respectively, in second and third in the group. So it's still wide open. Super coach Ring on the line. Episode at the end of the year on the podcast with us on the line. Uh, it's some pretty pretty cool stuff. The standard squeeze, I'm sure, will come to the party and, and definitely sort something out for the winner as well of that league. So Yeah, 100%. Going to be a good one. Going to be a, a good one. Uh, the unlimited group code's closed now, Luke, but we'll definitely put it up for next year, mate, because we'll have we'll have a code for BBL. We'll also have a code for NRL and AFL next season. Um, all right. So Warriors have the buy this week. So, you know, we can kind of get that out of the way nice and early. And do you know how <laughs> fucking good it sounds? and how good it feels to say that considering I've anti-potted all these bloody warriors that have scored incredibly well over the last bloody 12, 15 weeks, whatever it is. They've buried me every week. Charles Nickel, Klukstad, Dallin Zalesniak, Adam Fanua, Blake, all the hyphenated players in the bloody league have destroyed me. And now they can have a rest this week and I can get my own Nick, back. Nickel Klukstad will still find a way to get 140, mate. <laughs> you probably will, won't you? Uh, that's just the kind of bloke he is, isn't it? Um, <laughs> So Warriors on the bye this week, which is fantastic for me. Maybe not so for everybody else that's doing quite well because I'm sure they're pretty stacked with Warriors players. But let's move on to the Broncos Roosters, mate. Kicks us off on Thursday night at the Gabba. Uh, how many games at the Gabba? Because There's three. Okay. So this is, I think this could be the second one, right? They've got one, maybe one yep. more after Yeah, this we one? played the Dolphins there. It's a bit hard to... They're telling me it's a bit hard. Well, I've got tickets. I don't know if I'll go yet. But they're telling me it's a bit hard to uh, to see because, you know, like the slope of the way that cricket's played, the slope, it sort of goes up and goes down. So if you're at the far end, you can't really see all the time. Yeah, they yeah. tell me it's a bit of a struggle okay. and you end up watching it on the uh, on the big screen a little bit. Is that because the centre square, like cricket-wise, the centre square is a bit elevated? Yep. yep. Maybe is That's it. Yeah, shit. That sucks. Okay. maybe So you've got to sit in the middle of the ground then, right? Yeah. Probably makes I lo- sense. I mean, I love women's sport, but if the, uh, if the FIFA World Cup could just go somewhere else next time... <laughs> Yeah, don't, we should, if we went live, we'd cut that out. We love women's sport. <laughs> um, Broncos, Roosters. I said I love it. I just like don't like soccer. 
Yeah, that's actually, yeah, I'm not a big soccer fan either. Speaking of FPL, no, we won't talk about <laughs> FPL just yet. Uh, Broncos Roosters, mate. Flegler's back, which is good for the Broncos. Palacia drops to the bench. Uh, Dean Mariner also comes in for Jesse Arthurs, who's suspended. Piakura also starts, who's a very popular cheapie that a few people have jumped on. So an extra number for people this week might help them. Um, and Marty Tapau is suspended for the Broncos. Yep. Now, the Roosters, I think the, the only real change here is that Victor Radley comes back, so he's back at lock. Nathan Brown back to the bench, and then Sua Wong dropped onto the extended bench. Brandon Smith starting at hooker, Turpin to the bench. So nothing really super coach relevant here to talk about. The do one you, thing I – sorry, I'll cut you off. Go for it. Do you consider Broncos versus Roosters a good matchup for the Broncos? Uh, yes. Yeah, I just think... trying to work out. Like, I find the Roosters that little bit of a funny team. Like, they find a way to lose, but like score wise, I don't always see a huge amount of tons against them. Yeah, I feel like they're just. I don't know. <laughs> We're looking at the Roosters through a different lens this year. We're looking at them not as this elite top four team anymore. We're looking at them as a bot, uh, as a kind of eight to twelfth place battler team. Uh, that could easily still play good footy and, and make the top eight realistically if they go on a bit of a run to back end of the year. We know they're capable yeah. of doing that. Can they do it though? I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not backing them. I'm not backing them to, what, to finish strongly. What's the Roosters draw like? It's not too bad. It just depends what you classify as a good draw. I'll, I'll quickly bring it up. No, uh, so they've got the, uh, they've got the Broncos followed by Manly. The yep. Dolphins, Parramatta, West Tigers, and Souths. And even though Parramatta have been playing pretty good footy, they lick points. The Dolphins weren't what they started at the year. Um, Souths are a tough matchup. Hey, Manly after last week might be a tough matchup. But, yeah, I don't hate it. It's got the Dolphins and West Tigers and everything in there. This is pretty pretty brutal against the Broncos this week, though. Our defense has been pretty good. And I think if you're looking at any sort of Roosters players, this week isn't the week to go and jump on these kind of guys unless they're break-even super low. So, I mean, maybe the one guy that you jumped on this week would be Teddy. Um, yep. I mean, seven, he's 700K now. He's got a seven break-even. But his last six games, 118, 118, 66, 32 against Canberra. And then he got 89 and 134 against the Titans on the weekend. Like... He's in some good form. You can't argue with that. Everyone's writing this bloke off saying that he's done, that he's dusted, that he's not a super coach option anymore. His scores are arguing otherwise. So do can we trust him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, going by that. I don't know if I trust him against the Broncos this week, but you're definitely not going to sit him. Like maybe. Oh, no chance. Maybe you'd just be happy with a 60. Like most other guys, you're happy with a 60 or 70. Uh, you'd just be happy with a 60 or a 70 this week. Um, if he scores a meat pie, he's pretty, yeah, gets a couple try assists or something, they jag some points, that'd be really good. Absolutely. <coughs> what about Reese Walsh? Well, that was that was actually why I was asking about whether it's a good matchup because I'm trying to work out whether Reese Walsh is must own. Oh, every single week I say it, he's a guy that I'm shit scared not to own. He's a guy that I want. I just can't make the trade happen I, unless I did two trades, which I don't want to do. Yep. I don't want to go and burn a trade enough out at this point of the year. I, I'm just going to have to go without him. But I can argue, uh, I'm, I could argue he's a must-have to, to finish the year. And it's funny now, isn't it? Because what, four weeks ago, we were talking about fullback being a bit of a wasteland. And, you know, we were talking about uh, there's not really too many good options and you can go with a dual position center wing at fullback if you really wanted to. And now we've got Teddy, we've got Walsh, we've got Drinkwater, we've got... 
Uh, I don't even know who I'm. Yeah, Latrell back this week. Like we've got so many genuine good options at a fullback only now. So how do you approach it? What do you do? You can only have two. Yeah, I think like a lot of people have run out of trade. So I got Reese Walsh for the run home at 630k when he got suspended. I moved on uh, looking at his run home. I don't think that I will bring him in. But again, I'll be watching it, enjoying Broncos games for what they are. If he scores over 100 every week, at least I'll be a happy Broncos fan. Yeah, that's a, actually, that's a fair call. That's a fair so, call as a supporter. So if you have a look, like, so he's got the Cowboys next week. Uh, Broncos have the Eels after that. I don't mind him against them. Uh, Broncos have the bye after that. And then we are playing the Raiders. Not a great matchup. And then we finish up the year against the Storm. And he might get rested. Yeah, it just depends. It's quite it's quite congested at the top of the table, though. So hopefully these big wigs, Broncos, Panthers, kind of <coughs> continue to just win at the same rate and they can't afford to rest their players. That would be perfect scenario. But, yeah, it's perfect a scenario situation. Broncos, perfect scenario is Broncos rest all their players and I don't own any of them. Yep. That's actually a good call because I don't own any Broncos either. So that would be Yeah, ideal. so that's a it's good call. Um, mm. Joey Manu, good play this week. Uh, Payne Haas, everybody was talking about him as must-have. Banged out, what, a 60-odd last week? 50-odd? Yeah, um, 62, I think he finished on. Yeah, must-have? Nah, I don't think so. The, I don't... the easiest <sighs> sideways trade from Tohu Harris, if you've got the trades. But, like, what's a trade worth to you at this time of the year when you've got four or three left? That's the question you need to ask yourself. Yeah, but if you have either. seven, I like that. If you've got seven, 100%. Even six, I reckon you could get away with it. Go six to five, go <coughs> Torhu to Haas. And, and it looks like a lot of people are. When I when I pull up the most traded in and traded out players, it looks like that move's pretty popular. Two and a half thousand people trading out Torhu. Uh, and then 1,900 bringing in Payne Haas. So it looks like this is the way people are going. Which, look, I'm, I'm not going to argue against it. Payne Haas is one of the best front row forwards in the game. Like him and um, Tino are the two yeah. best front row forwards. So... You can't argue against it. It's just what's a trade worth to you? And and that's probably yep. a question we're going to continue to ask ourselves, isn't it? Because a lot of people don't have trades. So if you're burning your third or second last trade to get Torhu to pay Haas, not worth it for me. If you've got six or seven, pull the trigger. Yeah, let's play a game. Let's right. pick a pod from each team, uh, from each uh, each game. So you pick a pod this week. Who are you, who are you got from Roosters and, and Broncos? I'm picking Joseph Suwili. I just, I, I, I like the fact that he has the goal kicking. Uh, that that kind of is the kicker for me. If he didn't have the goal kicking and he wasn't on the, the yeah, I actually didn't even mean it, but that was good. Uh, and the Stop. fact that he's back on the wing helps. At centre, yep. without the goal kicking, he's a spud. But uh, on the right wing, we know he prefers to play on the wing. He's got the goal kicking. Are they going to score points? I, I don't know. I can't guarantee that they're going to score points, but I don't mind him at his price. I think at his price, I think he's mid 400s, 450K or something for a guy that reached the 600s last year on a team that was okay last year. He's he's my pod pick for the week. How about yourself? Yeah. Oh, if I needed to free up some cash, much like I did when when I got Max King a few weeks ago, I don't actually hate getting in Tommy Flegler. I know it's the the first week back from his injury, but 440k is a great player. 
they're going to use him. They're going to need him at the back end of the season. Tell me how much better he is than like a Keenan Palacia or a Corey Jensen or blokes. I don't even think Jensen got named on the bench this week. But tell me how much they're going to be relying on Payne Hassan and Flegs going going down the stretch this year. For um, sure. No, night and day in comparison to the other props that you have available to you. He's, so, he's about the same amount. They're about the same amount as money. Not that you're ever looking at bringing in Palacia or Corey Jensen, but at 440K, yeah, Flags is good. He's about 800K <sighs> when he plays for the Dolphins, though. Oh, that's real money, not super coach. So. <laughs> I don't know whether I want to burn a trade at front row. I just, I don't know. At front row and hooker, I've been very vocal about the fact I don't want to burn trades there. It's such a mid position. It's There's no minimal upside. So I don't, yeah, know. I I don't mean, know whether I want to. I, I had to pick a pod and you'd pick Sualihi, so. Yeah, feckle, feckle. Gun to my head. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Tigers, Rabbitohs at Scully Park in Tamworth. So uh, <coughs> always good to see the Tigers taking uh, games away into the country, away from Campbelltown where I live. Thanks for that. Uh, West Tigers either, so. doesn't. They don't win anywhere, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Brooks is in. Wakeham's out. Uh, Staines is also back from that long layover. Uh, sorry, layoff. Uh, and Tupo moves to centre. I don't mind this. Junior Tupo to centre as a Tigers fan. I think he's big enough body in there and, and athletic enough. Uh, and then Tommy Talao is out that I've been screaming for for about a month, which is lovely. And uh, Sean Bloor's back on the bench. And for South, Latrell's been named. Taff on the extended bench. Jai Arrow comes back in at prop. Jacob Host to the edge and then Cart right now. Fills a spot on the bench. And West Tigers have named, congratulations, their best 1-13 to 13 all season. And it only took them 22 rounds. So well done to the Tigers. Let me ask you this, though, because the Souths are a very super coach relevant team. Cam Murray. Oh, he oh, is sorry, in the I top 10 most sport. We'll talk. Latrell's a bit more of an obvious conversation. Cam Murray isn't. Yeah. 533K, 13 break even this week. He's had an 86 and a 76 in his last two games. What are your thoughts on him? Do, is he now the perfect kind of cash out for one of these underperforming two RFs for you? Yeah, 100%. And you can free up hundreds of thousands of dollars and get an upgrade elsewhere. I love it if you have the trades. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I think that's that's a preface, isn't it? We're going to be talking all yeah. all day about if you have the trades, make this move. I think that the Rabbitohs, especially after the loss last week and looking at their for and against, they are going to need to play all the way to round 27. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. They're not in a position to rest players and stuff, so <coughs> you don't have to worry about that. I think the main concern for people, for Rabbitohs, is their round 26 buy. And that's what yep. everybody's thinking about. If that's you have the cover... Head. Yeah. That's the, the cover grand final. And you have trades. This is exactly why we said hold trades. Because round 25, Broncos have the buy. There's Haas, there's Walsh, there's a, a couple of others. And then round 26, the Rabbitohs have the bye, and that's your head-to-head final. And you're going to have Latrell. You're going to have Alex Johnston. People have Cody Walker. People have Damian Cook. Might even have Cam Murray, Keon Kalamatangi. Like, so many good options from this team. You have to I have go, two trades. I go back on that. I don't think I could get Cam Murray because I'm holding Alex Johnston and uh, Cody Walker. Do you have Munro? Oh, well? and Munro, but I'm not really expecting Munro to play. Just, like, that's a lot of money tied up. Like, that's one point. What, 1.2 mil? Mm. Uh, it might be 1.1 at the moment. But, yeah, and then you're bringing Cam Murray in, wasting a trade at this time of the year. Not wasting a trade, using a trade this time of the year, and you expect him to play in your head-to-head finals. Look, I am going for overall. That's what I'm doing. But I tell you what, if I can pick up a grand by playing head-to-head, 
for one week. I'm going to do it. If that's oh, the difference sure. between me me fin- finishing 3,400th and, uh, and, you know, 4,500, I am trying to win my head-to-head final. Absolutely. You don't get anything for coming 2,700th, unfortunately. Right. Uh, so, but um, next question, I guess more of an obvious one and, and one that will continue to pop up throughout the show. Do we buy Latrell straight away? We talked about it on Sunday. You were a little bit hesitant about buying into Latrell straight away. Do you still feel the same way? Gee, I wish he played last week. If he Would played nice last one. week and and dropped a little bit of cash by playing the one of the top two defensive teams in the comp, got a got a sixty or something. He'll still find a way to a seventy with a hundred and thirty nine break even. This is the matchup you want, but I can't do it. I can't justify a trade with the amount of trades I have left. So, how many trades do you have? Four. Okay. I have six at the start of the week, so I'm using two. Uh, and then I'll finish the end of the week. I'll have four left for the run home. My team will be done after this week. I am bringing Latrell in. I listened to the NRL Physio Monday morning. It's the first podcast I put on on my way to work Monday morning uh, just to kind of get a bit you of work. injury news. And Sorry? You work? Uh, only sometimes. Only Monday mornings. Okay. That's it. Um, so... He was okay with Latrell. He feels good about bringing Latrell in because he had an extra week of rest. So knowing apparently calves scan relatively well and then end up being worse than what you first thought. So that's probably what the case is with Latrell. So I'm I'm hoping that the extra sessions at training and the extra time uh, and missing last week is actually a positive. And that's what NRO Physio says, so I'm going to take it. Um He's straight in for me without a second thought. He's a guy that can put a, he can average 120 here for the run home. And if you don't have him, you're cooked. Are you concerned that like last week was the match? Like their eighth. Last week was the matchup that they needed Latrell the most and he wasn't available. Yeah, I I mean, have a look at the rest of their matchups though. Like they've yeah, clearly done run. the calculations and they've they've gone, well, <coughs> do we really need to win this week? If the answer's no, then why risk him if he's not 100% ready? I mean, they've got the Tigers this week. We know they'll win. The Sharks, surely they beat them. And they've got the Dragons and the Knights. And look, Knights have been playing good footy, but they're not going to keep up with the Latrell, Cook, uh, Cody Walker combination. No chance. No way. They're going to, I'd be very surprised to see this, uh, to see South Sydney drop a game in the final five games. Yep. So cool. I'm back. I'm going to back Latrell. I'm going to back him in. I did it last year and it, and it was solid for me. I'm going to do it again. Um, pod though, let's go pods. Uh, you take the first one, mate. Cause I, I took the first one last time. What do you reckon for this one? Look, I know I had him at the start of the year and, um, it burnt me a little bit cause I brought him in at the wrong time, but Keon Colin Matangi at 9% owned in the top 1% just seems like a guy that could just go on an absolute tear. Went on a mini tear at the start of the year to go above 730 K or whatever he did. Um, coming out of origin camp. Obviously got a boost from there. I don't think he lost an Origin game, so that's good for him. So, yeah, he's he's coming out there with plenty of confidence and has some really good matchups on the way home, like that you mentioned. Um, mm. Yeah, who, who who would you pick? Campbell Graham, bar none. He's 7.9% owned, 674K. So he's not cheap, but this week is the week to get him because the West Tigers' right edge, or their left edge, sorry, is is horrendous. So, I mean, this I'm so disappointed Tyrone Munro isn't playing this week because I would have played him this week against that West Tigers edge. Um, 
that's where all of they they like all their tries down that edge of Junior Tupo side on the left. Campbell Graham could do some serious, serious damage. Him and Lockie Ilias on that right. And Keon Kalamatangi, mind you, the two guys we've just mentioned, could do a lot of damage against the Tigers this weekend. So they could both be some really good options to get in this weekend. They might if... not only they might not only score 130 points, they could do some really serious emotional damage to the Tigers this week. <laughs> could. I don't know whether you can be even any more emotionally unstable after the season that we've had. But hey, you never you never know. But yeah, two How good two very good options. Dropped. How about I don't mind it. Dropped? I don't mind it. I think you, you're continuing to to put him out there and a hiding to nothing. The Tigers are playing poor footy. We're, we're going to probably get the spoon. It's going to do nothing for his confidence. He's not playing good footy either. So, like, yeah. get, drop back to cup, play some footy, get a bit of confidence back, and then have another crack maybe in the future. Um, kind of feel sorry for him a little bit because he's he's copped it. Like, it's not a great environment to be in when you're getting flogged like that every week. So. Yep. Uh, speaking, let's move on. Storm Eels at Marvel under, under. I was going to say under lights, but uh, every game's under lights. Uh, under yep. the roof. Are they going to close the roof at Marvel? That'd be interesting. Don't have to worry about the weather then. But uh, young Tonham Apia and Marion Seve come in. Uh, Remus Smith and Justin Olam are out this week for Melbourne. <coughs> Nelson Asofa Solomon is also out. Eisen, Tommy Eisenhuth comes in. And with Tarek Sims being suspended, Eli Katoa is back. It's a miracle. I actually didn't think this guy was going to see any more footy this year. Yeah, I tell you what, I brought him in and had to get rid of him. Uh, that, there's two of my wasted trades this year if we're talking about regrets. But, um, yeah, look, good footballer, has a good run home. Uh, hopefully he can get up some match fitness because it was an eye injury, so he should be, I suppose, physically fit. Um, yeah, hopefully he can get out there and just play some good footy. They're going to need him with the outs this week. I wasn't expecting – Oh well. Uh, there's a lot of people out this week. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of shuffling going on, a bit of musical chairs at Melbourne. So, But good, some good options. Young Tonema P is no mug. Marion Seve, good player. So that they've got yep. some good replacements coming in. Um, Andrew Davey comes in for Sean Lane, who has that elbow dislocation as well. That looked pretty nasty. So hopefully quick recovery for him. And um, Lusick comes in. Uh, so he's come back from St. Helens to rejoin the Eels. Uh, yep. So he drops onto – he comes onto the bench for the Eels. So – Perfect timing, isn't it, with Lane's injury for Lussick to come back on, Joey Lussick. Um, let me ask you this. I'm a Munster owner, so I'm a little bit biased, but would you potentially buy him? Because at 5'8", we've got – there's there's probably, what, four options at 5'8", and it's a question that we'll probably have to cover a little bit later. It's one of the Twitter questions that we've got for this episode. Who are the 5'8s yeah, that I, we need at the moment? Is Munster one of them? No, but the only other answer is Cody Walker and Kalen Ponga. Yeah. Okay. So if you don't have Cody Walker or Kalen Ponga in your team, do you prioritize getting them in before you would go to Munster? Considering Ponga's 965K, I Cody get, Walker's I get what, Munster, 700? I get Munster. I actually get Cody Walker before Munster, but the price difference between Ponga, I think you've missed the boat on Ponga if you don't have him. It's going to be a nice, easy trade. It's not going to be burning two trades to get Cam Munster. In, I think you get Cam Munster in. Look, Cam Munster and Kalen Ponga, great. Cam Munster, Cody Walker, great. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, he's 60% owned now in the top 1% of teams, so he's definitely not a pod anymore. Uh, if you jumped on two weeks ago, maybe, but definitely I not am, anymore. I'm going to anti-pod him. Okay. Big balls. 
I am not. Yep. He's in my team. So I've got Ponga and Munster for the run home at 5-8. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, do we need Harry Grant? My answer is no. Uh, I mean, I've, we've said it week after week that I don't want to burn trades at hooker. And I'm, I'm kind of after last week, I feel really good about that move. But then Harry Grant's a guy that can come out next week and get you 110. So is he a must? If you've got a Cook or you've got a Robson or you've got a Reed Marnie or you've got someone like that, do you need Harry Grant? No. No, definitely not. And not at his price. I think realistically you could spend that money and get – Cam Munster is a big, better get than Harry Grant. If you're spending the money on a Storm player right now, you are spending the money on Cam Munster due to that upside, due to the fact that they do have a great run home, but it doesn't seem to affect hookers as much. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, he's had four scores of sub-50 in his last seven. So, yeah, I mean, when you're paying that kind of price, luckily his price is now probably close to bottoming out. 640K, I think he is. I just wouldn't make a trade there unless you had seven yep. plus. Yep. Um, what are the best options from this one, mate? I, I'd probably say I still think Munster is a really good option this week. You don't, which is good for people to get a I do, perspective. I do think he's a good on, option. I just prefer Cody Walker for the run home. Yep. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Cody Walker has a really nice draw like we spoke about. Yeah, uh, it's what about just... Clint... Yeah, go on. Sorry, I was just going to say, what about Clint Gutherson? Because... I mean, we haven't really spoken too much about many of the Eels here, but a lot of people have Gutho. Gutho's a, a genuine option. He's actually the top-scoring fullback at the moment this year. I think the thing about Gutherson is if you own him, for me, he's a hold right now, especially the way that he come come good last week, scored really well. Is he a holdover Latrell playing the Tigers? That's probably an altogether different question because he's the only guy that I'd really be looking to get it. Is he a hold when you could go Reese Walsh against the Roosters and make it 200K? Mm. Yeah, it's a really hard question. I right now hold Gutherson if I'm planning a Walsh trade. And I hold Gutherson through this week because the Storm haven't been as good as they've been. They just lost to the Knights. Like, we're talking about the Storm's golden run. They lost last week. Like, everybody's from the Supercoach community is completely fine with it because the most Supercoach relevant bloke in Cam Munster scored really well. I tell you what, everybody, if Cam Munster scored 40 last week, everybody's hitting panic buttons on all the Storm players. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. If they lose this week, they're in big trouble. Um, Keep Gutho. Keep Gutho this week. I'm going I Gutho wish I had Latrell. him. I'm going Gutho to Latrell this week. That's my move. I'm doing it. You've just confirmed it. I like going against what you say. So it makes it interesting. <laughs> makes it interesting for next fucking Sunday when you can either rub it in or I can rub it into you. So would, would you like to know what I just did in the background? I just what worked out if I could go AJ Brimson to uh, Cam Munster in one trade and I can do it by 2K. Oh, is it going to happen? <laughs> we'll find out on Thursday. Find out on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Um, moving on to Raiders Knights. We did, we, I mean, and also we didn't really pick a pod from this one, but I don't really like any pods. From, from either of these teams. So is there anybody for you? If you, if you say Nick Meany, I'll give you an uppercut. Yeah, nah, that's why I left him off. I know you wouldn't like it. Raiders Knights at GIO in Canberra. Fuck it, it'd be cold in Canberra at the moment. I know, it, depending on whether Brent's watching or listening to us, I know he lives down there. So uh, you can let us know. It's probably sub four degrees or something. It's probably uh, it's probably mildly snowing. 
Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, Corey Hawes were free to play this week, only got fined. So that leaves Raiders 1-17, to exactly the same side they rolled out last week. Daniel Saifidi is out, and his twin brother Jacob replaces him, and Brody Jones on the bench for the Knights. Those are the only changes. No super coach relevance at all. So... 2.4% of teams in the top 1% do not own Kalen Ponga. Do these pl- do these people, if they're watching, I, don't, I doubt they are because they would have had Ponga long before now. Um, yep. Do they do they take the plunge at 965K to get Ponga in or do you just have to own the antipod now? I think when he's playing the Raiders this week, you own the antipod this week. Against the Raiders. That's actually not a bad matchup for him though. I mean... The Raiders are fading in second halves as they always do. And Pong is tearing up really good teams, the best of teams. Like I don't I don't know whether you can do it. I can't spend if I have faded Ponga this far, I'm gonna hold and keep doing it. I'm gonna have the best team outside of Ponga. Like I like you just can't spend nine hundred and forty-five k. Like this would be like talking about Scotty Drinkwater. He's ripping mm. everyone apart, but you just can't afford him now. Yeah, like, you've got to accept the fact you can't get him. Simple as that. Yeah. Otherwise, you do tear yeah, your you team just, apart. Yeah, you just need to consider that you're a janitor and you can't afford this Lamborghini anymore. <laughs> yep, Lamborghini's out of the garage. Uh, the Knights outside backs are scoring well. Obviously, the I reckon they've got one of the best one to fives in the competition. You got Ponga, Marju, Dom Young. Bradman Best and Dane Gagai. Like, tell me, a, tell me a back five that is as good as that. That is a seriously good lineup. Now, Corey Oates, Selwyn Cobbo, Herbie Farnworth, Reese got Dean Mariner, mate. Dean Mariner, <laughs> Jesse Arthurs. Yeah, righto. Mate, if you're telling me that Dean Mariner isn't going to be in your team week one next year. Oh, he will be. He'll be my first pick. He'll be my first pick <laughs> next year. But uh, anyway, that didn't suit the narrative I was going with. Um, my, uh, I suppose outside of those guys, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Marju, seven hundred and fifty odd k, too far gone now. Yep, I'd argue you have to still get him. Like, look at what he's doing week in, week out. Doesn't even need to score a try to score sixty or seventy points. <coughs> yeah, but like, I'm presuming that you've got another eight hundred k bloke with that. Like, I've got. Val Holmes or I've got Marju. I've got C and K or I've got Marju. Like I've gone those blokes instead of that. I know that you're saying that you really want C and K, but you're just not doing it. I'm doing exactly the same with Marju. Do I want him? Yes. Yeah, Are the Knights playing good footy at the moment? Yes. Does he have a great connection with Caelan Ponga? Yes. I'm sure they know they're each other's schnitzel orders, but realistically, then you just can't afford him now. 750K. Yeah. No. Where did schnitzel orders come from? That was the one example that you could come up with. So my auntie was telling me about how she goes and gets schnitz with her friend and they like take it in turns ordering. And that's just what was. And they know each other's order. Yeah. 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 They're just like really good. They're just like really good friends. Shout out to auntie Sue. (laughs) Who's your pod options from these two teams, mate? Raiders and Knights. Uh, I'm going to go first. You had the first one last time. I like Matty Timoko. Now, Raiders don't have such a bad draw. I think they're okay. Um, I mean, they've got some tough games mixed in. It's the reason why we looked at Hudson Young and got Hudson Young in ourselves. Uh, They've got the Knights, obviously, this week, which isn't a bad matchup, into the Tigers next week. So they've got two really nice weeks coming up. They've got to then play the Storm, but then they also then follow that up with the Bulldogs. So three out of the next four games are actually nice for the Raiders. 
Uh, I don't mind Matty Timoko. We'll see how he goes this week. I don't know whether I jump on, but I think what's his price? Five hundred and fifty k or something like that. Like, yeah. I mean, we've seen it's, what he did it's at the still start reasonably of the year. I don't mind it. It's four hundred, not longer. Like, yeah. Oh, I mean, he got up to seven hundred, I think, nearly, and then plummeted all the way back down to four hundred. So, like, it is a <laughs> roller coaster. But you just got to kind of play my <laughs> matchups. Really, he's your fifth or sixth center wing option. But hey, if you're looking for a pod, he's not a bad option. What about yourself? Yeah. Who's your pod? Okay, so my best pod is Bradman Best. Ooh. Is it your best? I mean, he's got – yeah, yeah. Look, look. right now he's playing his best. Um, I would argue that he's living his best life. Um, he has a three-round average of 99. Um, he has scored 152 this year. Does have a low floor. He scored 30. He's 2% owned, five-round average of 78. Just seemed to have come out of this Origin series smoking hot. Um, the Knights look good. Bradman Best is good. His confidence is up. They're getting him the early ball that he needs. And he's 708K. So hypothetically speaking, I can't bring him in. Realistically speaking, I can't bring him in. But in this hypothetical world where I pick somebody that's not very well owned, I'd get Bradman Best. Fair call. I like it. I like that call. Let's move on, mate. Dragons, Sea Eagles at Wynn Stadium in Wollongong. Moses Embai got granted a release for the Dragons. So Connor, I'm apologize if I butcher his last name, Melison. Uh, he comes in yep. for his debut. Uh, and Manly, Paseca and Aloye are out. So Lodge and Sipley start. How do, Manly, how do Manly supporters feel? And I'm aiming this right at Phil. How do Manly supporters feel that Matt Lodge is your starting prop? Because that would like morally just destroy the inside of my body. Can I tell you that as a Broncos fan, like he's a good football player. You just need to like scrape your insides out every time you watch it and you root for him to play well. Like you just need to get a scalpel out. Um, Look, really, realistically, he's a good football player and they got him at exactly the right time with, um, with those injuries that went down. Mm. Yeah, they did. Uh, just as a supporter, I probably wouldn't be a fan. Anyway, Aloy so, so, scored a try and then and then got done for the year. He won't have to do a nudie run this year. That is a very good shout. Very good shout, mate. I tell you, also won't be doing a nudie run. Daily Cherry Evans, it's his three hundredth game, and he has to play it away from home. Why did he not get rested this week? Like Jared Croker, should have been rested. Should have played his three hundredth game over at Four Pines Park or Brookvale or whatever you want to call it. They just don't care. They just don't care about him. They just don't get rugby league. Um, <laughs> Canberra do, though. Uh, DCE, 300th if, game. Not really much relevance, though, for him, though. I if mean, he was look, playing his 300th game for the Titans at $1 million a year, I tell you what, it would be at home. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, unfortunately for DCE, really great really great option, super coach wise Just you've got Cleary, Hines, and SJ at the moment at halfback that you can use there and you can use there only. So there's no duel this, this year. You just can't consider DCE, unfortunately. Um, did you know that the only well-owned player in the top 1% of teams is Ruben Garrick? 92% own him in this game between Dragons and Manly. The next well-owned player out of both of these teams is owned at 14%. So, like, this is just one of those wasteland games, really, that isn't going to have a ton of super coach relevance. Um, Hamoli Olakawatu, we both have him. He's 6% owned. Still like him. 63, three-round average, 574K. I still think he's a really good option. Um, we I know st- and we've... Sp- After watching him on the weekend, I'm wondering if he's like a vice-captain option, if I can get it right. Like, I mean, he could be. 
Garrett could be a vice captain option. They are playing the Dragons. Yeah, it's a it is a it's a really nice matchup. So I'll definitely be playing Ola Kawatu. I'll also try to play. I'll, I'll be playing Hudson Young, which means I need to decide who I'm going to sit between Hopgood and Britton Nickera this week. So that that'll be an interesting conversation to have a little bit later when we talk about start and sit. Uh, Mark in the chat has mentioned Lomax was close to using the eject button about a month ago. Glad he held on. Really nice pod uh, up the top end, mainly held for the win matchups. And hey, he plays good footy at Win Stadium. He's actually my pod for this game. He's 1.7% owned, 654K. He's got the goal kicking. Manly don't exactly defend amazingly. They're going to let some points in. And it looks like Lomax is always going to be involved in those points. They, the ball's going down the right edge through Lomax and Ravalawa a lot. Uh, I don't hate it. I think I, I like Lomax. Uh, it's just, unfortunately, he's a little bit too overpriced for me to look at. I don't want to pay 650 for him. Yeah, and I sort of feel the same, like... You know what? Somebody that played fantastic last week and another good matchup this week for Tolatau Kula. Uh, we all owned him that that rookie year. Um, extremely talented, extremely fast. You know what? If you had, if there was some, I'm sure there is, but if you were playing some form of daily uh, fantasy sports, you would add Kula this week. Yep. Yep. In your drafts, eh? Yeah. Um, Let's move on. Sharks, Panthers, mate, at Bluebet Stadium. You know Penrith have four of their next six games at Bluebet at home? Like, I'd say that's probably why everyone's looking at Panthers players, not only because they're a great team, but because they've got a really nice, favorable matchup. Uh, Isaac Tungo. Thanks for for letting me know. I own, like, one of them. Yeah, I don't own any, I don't think. I can't remember the last. Cleary is my only (laughs) Panther. Yeah, he's my Um, Isaac Tungo, unfortunately, remains out, which means that Peachy stays at center. Uh, Spencer Lenu is also replaced by Matty Eisenhuth, and those are the only changes for Penrith. For the Sharks, Wade Graham's back on the left edge, so rip to anybody outside him, Connor Tracy, Ronaldo Mulatalo, uh, and Jesse Colhoun is suspended. Uh, Finucane's also out, and McInnes, our boy, back at lock. And last Ooh. but not least, Talakai on the bench again. So I don't know what to make of that. It just seems like an absolute fucking shambles of a lineup at the moment. It seems like very West Tigerish. The, the Sharks team selections the last fortnight. They're like they're like the top eight West Tigers. <laughs> top eight West Tigers. They are. Realistically, they are. They they beat up bottom eight teams and lose poorly to top eight teams or good teams. And Tigers that beat up under 12s teams and uh, lose to NRL teams. Basically. Basically. I wonder if we'd win a cup. I wonder if you put our first grade team. Anyway, sorry. I digress. You would. Um, you would. Let's hope. Let's hope. So the the question is Penrith and by how much? Because it's not a matter of whether Penrith end up winning. It's how much are they going to flog Sharks by? Because this could be, oh, this could be an absolute demoralizing loss if the Sharks don't turn up. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Look, I really hope they do. I, I actually got a bit sad watching Nico play last week. Mm. I really like him. Like, I tell you what, he's a character. I'm sorry you're in Cronulla. Um, you can come to the Broncos if you want. Um, Nico, I love you. Fair call. Do you sit your Sharks players this week is the question because uh, yep. I've seen a couple pop up in the live chat already. I mean, when I talk about these players, I'm talking about the well-owned ones and the top three well-owned Sharks players are Nico Hines, obviously. Britain Nicker is owned by over 90% of teams in the top 1% and Ronaldo Mulatalo, 46% owed. Do we sit all three? Do you sit... Maybe Mulatalo only. Do you take a punt and sit Nicara? What do you What do you do there? So my concern is, like, obviously I've looked into it, but if I need to sit Nicara, like, do you spend seven hundred and twenty k to not play him? I know he's coming off thirty six, um, but who are, who do you have to play instead? Um, and my bench with C and K being out this week is IPAP, Welch, or Reed Marnie. And I just don't see a better option than Nicara, even against these guys. Uh, Nicara's that talented. Nico's that talented. Nico's going to get the try assist to him. Um, like, I'm definitely not sitting Nico. Like, we saw how he was the last 10 minutes last game. He could just still go on a run. I know the Panthers are good, but I'm never sitting Nico if I own him. Yeah, this could be one of those statement games from the Sharks where they come out and win. Fucking bizarre. Like, just... Goes against all logic, but um, it could happen. So, I mean, I'm definitely sitting Mulatalo this week, but I'll probably play Nicker and Hines. Um, I definitely will play Hines. I'm on the fence with Nicker, but I'll probably play him. My other options are: do I I could play Olakawatu and Hudson Young, which I actually prefer the matchup this week in comparison to Nicker. Yep. Um, or do I sit Hopgood? So, that's kind of what I'm weighing up at the moment. Um, Pod talk. Sorry, you were going to say something. I was going to say, want my two cents? I would play, yeah. as a non-owner, I would play Hopgood over Nicara this week. Okay. Interesting. So I'll play Nicara then. Uh, my <laughs> yeah. pod option for this week is Brian Toll, 13.5% owned, 644K. You know how much I miss this guy by? $2,100 fucking dollars. I am spewing. I and you know why I've, I've missed him is because Jared Croker lost like 35K on the weekend. And Brian Toto scored 110 or whatever he got, and he went up, Croker went down, and I missed by 2K. So that was safe uh, up until right at the end of both of those games. But anyway, that's all right. G, I reckon got, he's a really G, good option. Gee, you've got some safe pods. 
Because uh, do you know what happens when the Panthers get on top of the Sharks? They do a lot of tackles. And who is the guy that does all the work for the Sharks? Cameron McInnes. Gee, gee, you'd love to have him in your team. 1% own. There's like a 1,000 people that own him. And I tell you what, he's going to score... He's going to score some points this week. He's going to cover his 36 break even. There's a daily fantasy sports button. Get Cameron McInnes. Don't mind it. Hey, what about Scotty Sorensen, though? Yeah, I think Supercoach Guns put some stats up on Twitter today saying that when Sorensen gets 65 minutes or more per game, he averages 71.3 Supercoach points per game. So Sorensen could be a really good option, 1% owned as well. Like, no one has this guy. And he's dropped down to 600K. So, he obviously, once he went and got that 170 and those massive scores he got recently, that price now, that's dropped out of his rolling average. Price is coming <coughs> down. Really nice 2RF option with the Panthers run, games at home. The only I thing really that concerns like me, the only thing that concerns me with Sorensen is the fact that they do like to play a little bit of 2RF roulette. Uh, we don't know what's going on with Luke Garner. He played a little bit last week. We've got Liam Martin. They've got Zach Hosking. They've got Sorensen now. I mean, it looks like he's got that left edge role, but we can't 100% be certain, can we? Well, he's the best player out of all the guys you just mentioned. Oh, maybe not Liam Martin. Liam but Martin. Yeah, look, yeah. he's right up there. Should play some big minutes. Yeah. yeah. He's a better yeah. club game footballer than Liam Martin. Could Liam be. Martin's a big game player. Like, you know, week in, week out, Scotty Sorensen playing against the Sharks. He's going to score more points than Liam Martin this week. And Christopher makes a really good point in the chat that Sorensen's the kind of guy that doesn't get rested in the final two rounds. A very good point. So Christopher Maxfield is on the money. Let's move on, mate. Bulldogs, Dolphins. Great regular Salter. season guy. Salter Oval in Bundaberg, this one. Uh, there's a bit going on for this Bulldogs lineup too. So Viliami Kikau is back. Josh Adokar is back. Yes. Jacob Preston is back. Toby Sexton's back from his HIA. Braden Burns is back from his injury. So all of those guys are back. Harrison Edwards and Jaden Ockenbore, unfortunately, are going to be dropping out, and they were relatively kind of popular, cheapy options at one point. Skelton also loses his spot with Kickout coming back, which was expected. Uh, the perfect enough Skelton. Basically, if you jumped on Skelton, you can just leave him there now. He won't play another game this season unless there is injuries. That I'm actually really interested in the Dolphins this week, and probably for the next four weeks. We've got Hammer now going back to fullback. Cody Nicarima is playing 5'8 now. Uh, Katoa has been dropped. So he's been dropped to the 18th, 18th man. Uh, Valence Tavares is at center, which I, I hate. I don't <laughs> like it. I was hoping he'd enough yeah. out. Uh, but Jeremy Marshall King, which is the biggest one for these guys, is in at hooker. Now, I don't know about you, but the Dolphins actually really interest me over the next month. They've got the Bulldogs this week. They've got Newcastle. They've got the Roosters. They've got the West Tigers. Like That's a really nice run. I mean, the Dolphins have been terrible mind you, they've been playing some very ordinary football. Do they find some of that early season form? No. The I'd Dolphins are bad. Made. You know what? I'm, like, I'm thinking about loading up on the doggies this week. Um, they're, they're outsiders against the Dolphins. Like You're talking about, yeah, really good matchup against the Roosters. It's a really good matchup if you're the Broncos. It's not a really good matchup if you're the Dolphins. They've been yeah. garbage. Like Jeremy Marshall King's been named like three three times this year, and then it gets to game day and he's just not ready. Tell um, me why they've been garbage over the last six weeks. One, Jeremy Marshall King. Barely played any football over the last six to eight weeks since they turned to shit. Hamiso Tabuifado got moved to fucking centre. That's why they've been shit. They took their best fullback and they put him at centre. They've had Brenko Lee out, who was feeding really nice ball to Jermaine Asako. 
Like there's so He's many moving out. parts. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, and that's why I was really high on Jermaine Asako until I saw that Valens Tavare was actually at right center. Um, that I, hurts. You messaged me and I nearly regretted the trade. And then I saw that. Yeah. And that, yeah, was, and that was enough. I was so, t- I can get him this week in one trade, Jermaine Asako for this matchup. And I probably still won't do it purely because I don't care what the draw is. If Valens Tavare is inside you, you are getting no ball. The guy's yep. got the biggest glue hands I've ever seen. And that's saying something considering I've watched Stephen Crichton play football. I've watched Isaac Tungo play football. I've watched Tyrone Peachy play football, all miraculously from the same club, and none of them pass. And Valence Tavare is more of a glue hands than all three of them put together. Do you know who Thank I you do for coming like? to my TED Talk. Yeah. Like, we're talking about Asako. Do you want to know who's good? Hammer. Mm-hmm. He's on my list. That is a way better call than than Asako this week. Like, I mean, when Hammer scores all these tries, I mean, Asako goal kick. Let me tell you this, right? And I looked at Hammer, 20K cheaper than Asako. He's only scored 100 all year, and that was against the Cowboys in round six. He has scored 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 15 tries this year and had one super coach game over 100. Like, it doesn't matter if he scores tries or not. He's had games where he scored tries and scored 55, 60, 43, 47, 44, and 48 in try-scoring yeah. games. So just, is the ceiling there? Like, he needs to score a try. Otherwise, he gets sub-fucking 30. Like, is that a guy that you want in your team? I'm not really sure. I just think he's a better option than Asako if you're looking at this week's matchup. Fair enough. How, I still might. Owned, like, so I have a look and he's 20, 26% owned or whatever. How much is he owned in like the top 5%, top 10%? That's not what much at all. In. 1%, yeah. I reckon. Uh, yeah. 1.3%, 20 teams in the top 1% own Hammer. So I'm just wondering if that's a decent sort of play if you're in that top, top couple of percent. He's got through his origin. He's gone through the funny stage of playing centers. They've worked out they can drop Katoa and things will be fine. Cody Nicarima's not a fullback. Let's get Hammer back in. Let's get back to business. Jeremy Marshall King's coming back. Hammer's your strike gun. Just do it. Fuck, I, you're I, you're I actually don't tempting me with this. You're tempting me yeah. with it. I'm tempting Dual myself. position too. Dual position's nice yeah. as well. I've already got uh, Ruben Garrick at fullback as well, so I can just interchange them whenever I want. Oh, okay. he's a one of, he's one of these other fullbacks that's playing in the centers. Like, say you have Luttrell and Walsh at fullback. I tell you what, that's juicy if you do. But like, you can just add him in the centers and get a fullback. How good? His name's not Sloan. It's a good trade. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yep, I like it. You, you're talking me into it here. Eighty-nine break even. He could easily cover that against the Bulldogs this week. Uh, yep. I mean, his last two games have been shit, which is why he started to bleed cash, but that's been against the Broncos and the Panthers, mind you. Like, in the centers. Yeah, exactly. So when he was at fullback, he's scoring, he's getting scored. He had a run of 40, 30, 40, 40 from around seven to 10, which is where he bled all that cash and went from 580 down to 400, whatever. Um, but before that, he averaged like anywhere between 70 to 90 through that period. So if you think he's going to score some tries over the next month, jump on. I like it. Yeah. Um, Let's move on. Last game, mate. Titans, Cowboys at Seabus. Stimson's back. Uh, baby Haas to an air, uh, baby Haas to the bench. Uh, Isaac Liu at prop. 
Randall on the bench, and then we've got Aaron Clark at lock. <clears throat> Nothing really too relevant there, super coach wise. North Queensland Cowboys, though, unfortunately lose Nanai for four to six weeks. I've got him in draft, so I basically have to punt him now. Um, which means Finifuiaki oh. comes in on the edge. I actually really don't mind that. If you're a, if you're a draft player and you want to pick up someone that, as a replacement for Nanai, Finifuiaki is a seriously good player. So don't mind do that pickup. Yeah, I might, unless you steal him before I do. Uh, Griffin Neem failed a HIA, replaced by Jermaine Tanoa Brown. So not really much else to talk about there. David Fafida, 85% owned in the top 1%. Can you fade him or do you just have to get him? What are the 15% doing? You have to get him. Why? Because he's coming off because 250s? Because he's the best second rower in the game. He's coming off 250s, yes. But if they can just get him early ball again, he will be elite. He will score tries. He will take you to the promised land. You have to have Fafita. He's not somebody that I want to fuck around with. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm on the same page as you. I just wanted to see what the thought process was. I agree with you. You can't fade him. Need him. Uh, and that'll end that. Uh, and I think anyone who doesn't have Valentine Holmes and Drinkwater are kind of priced out of that market now, unless Val Holmes does yep. drop back and you want to pick him up maybe for the final two or three rounds. Cowboys draw isn't amazing either. So you probably just can't get him now, can you? Yeah, and did call it like, you know, you're sitting there at 710000 for Val and I was like, well, I'm not going to pay eight fifty for Val. This is yeah. the last chance I have to get him and I moved heaven enough to get him. Yes, he came off a of 50 last week, which was pretty good from where he was for the game. Mm. They didn't really need him. They didn't really use him and he got sent to the bin. Like Val Holmes, ladies 50, and gentlemen, how good. 50 with a sin bin and 10 minutes off the field. It's pretty solid. That's 70 any other week. Yep. So at a center, can't yeah. Complain. Yep. Can't complain with that at all. Uh, anything else on this game, mate, before we move on to questions? Who's your, who's your pod from this team? Our new segment. Look, I didn't actually do one. Didn't even do one. Titans, Cowboys. Can I we, say Brimson? I, I, did, I did spring that on you. Uh, it's probably That's Valame okay. for me. They do like yeah, going actually, outside. I like that. Yeah, good shout. it's probably Valame. <laughs> and that was, and this is, this is off the cuff, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, I just really like. Valame, I just think he looks like a tremendous footballer, and I think that he's going to have a long and successful career in first grade. Get on him while he's cheap. If you're looking for a very, very potty centre wing option, Philip Sami, 1.7%, uh, 1.2% owned in the top 1%, 583k. He's got a 94 break even, but it's shown that he can score tries. And the bases there. I actually really don't mind Philip Sammy. I looked at him maybe about a month ago as a bit of a real left field pod. 63 yep. five round average, high score of 112 for the year. He's currently the 20th best center wing rank for the season, obviously. Um, I don't mind it. 60, 80, 50, 80, 70, like a few 60s in a row, 112, 69. Like the guy scores pretty well. So off the cuff with no planning whatsoever, Philip Sammy. Do, do me a favor, close your eyes. Tell me see what you're doing. how much Valame is uh, in Supercoach. I, I didn't even check then. Uh, maybe I, five, what, 500K? 582K. 572, sorry. With a yeah, 64 wow. okay. break-even. That's a bit more expensive than I thought it would have been. Wouldn't that have been very cheapy? Be. Yeah. Yep. Would have been. been very nice. I just never Let's expect move. him to keep belt out. Yeah, me neither. It's actually really surprising, but hey, he's played some good footy, so very well deserved. Uh, and Felt's getting on, so hopefully he gets a bit of time to, to have a little bit of a final game, say goodbye. 
but yeah, he's probably lost that spot moving forward. Uh, questions, one from Twitter, and then we'll tackle all the live questions, guys. So thanks for hanging around and waiting Ooh, for these. I'm excited for this. Uh, Rowan on Twitter has asked us our best choice 5'8", center wing and fullback, and then a spicy target that we wish we had if we had more trades. My best choice 5'8 is Ponga. Only it's just, it's a no brainer. It's a fucking obvious one. Everyone <coughs> should have Ponga. I think most people do have if they're competitive this year. My my two five eights are Ponga and Munster, and I'm very happy with it. Cody Walker has a really nice run coming up and is less owned than both of those guys. So I mean, if you're looking for a bit more of a pot option, maybe Cody Walker's your play. But I don't think anyone beats those three guys this year. What about yep. yourself? I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat and I'm gonna say Cody Walker because of the run. Um, mm-hmm. But just know that I'm going to say Kalen Ponga at fullback. Yeah. Yeah, fair call. And that's an easy move to make. Um, what have we got? Center wing now. Best choice center wing for the run home. I don't know whether it needs to be a pod or not. I'm going to go ahead and say Greg Marju. Knights have a really nice run coming up. He's 747K. He's five-round average here <laughs> if I look at it. He's got a three-round average of 91, five-round average of 78.2. Like, is there a better center wing in the competition at the moment? Look, there is probably a better better center wing, but he's probably not a better. Yeah, Val Holmes is better. He's got a three-round average of 86 and a five-round average of 100.2. Nice. Um, it's so... it's Val for me. I think he's out of reach, which makes him a pod. Um, mm-hmm. I think that most people can't afford him, and if you got on early, uh, enjoy all that is Val Holmes. I like it. I like it. Two good options there. Maybe get both. Uh, best fullback option this week. Can't get drinky, too expensive. Uh, I'm going to say Latrell just because I know what Latrell can do and I'm getting him this week and I'm backing him in. That's that's my choice. What about yourself? I'm going to cheat. I'm going to, like, I obviously mentioned Caelan Ponga before, um, but I'm going to say Reese Walsh because of the value, uh, because of how much he is at 660K. Um, yeah. Him playing Souths last week, like and sort of bo- didn't bomb that try, didn't score that try at the end. This could have been an absolutely ludicrous score from Reese Walsh. I just think that he can score that well against anyone. I think he can score 30 against anyone as well. I think that he's just somebody that you're better off owning. And at 600 and what is he, 680K or whatever you have to have him, um, if you're looking to make a trade at fullback. I would argue that dollar for dollar, he's going to score better than Latrell this uh, this last six games. Okay, all right. Maybe we should we'll track that. I'm not doing another fucking bolt bet though. Got way too many up my sleeve. It'd <laughs> um, be interesting because I reckon it'll be a pretty close race. Um, hey mate, I'm better at betting than I am at Supercoach. So. <laughs> Spicy target you wish you had that you just don't have the trades for anymore. Mine is Tino Faso Maliawi. I wish I got him when he was 600K because I could have. I was looking at him one week and decided to go in a different direction, and I wish I grabbed him. I mean, obviously, he's out for three weeks. kind of sucks now for owners, but fuck, he was good before that. Like, yeah. he's one of the best try-scoring front rowers in the comp and also is a major pod. Like, if you made that move maybe eight weeks ago, you'd probably be top 1,000, top 500 with, with yeah. him in your team. So he, he's a guy I wish I had that I never went for. And much the same, um, look, it's it's a pod because he's only 8% owned because no one can afford him. Scott Drinkbalter. Mm-hmm. Um, like, realistically, when you saw him score 100 and you're like, oh, 
that's what he does sometimes. He can score seven, and then he does it week in, week out. A thousand, uh, a million and eighty thousand dollars. Like he's earned it this year. He's been the best fullback in the comp by a country. Five round average, a three round average of one hundred and twenty-seven. This is ludicrous. Yeah, that's fucked. That is insane. If you went and got him, you've done so well. And you know why he wasn't on everyone's radar? Because he was suspended week one. Mm-hmm. But would you have started with him in week one if he played? Of course he wouldn't. Yeah, because I You thought... would have started with Turbo. Or you would have started with, you know, the two the two obvious options at the start of the year being Teddy and Turbo. I don't know. Like I just if you had that five eight duel, I would have had him again. A bit um, of Nico hindsight going that... on here. Yeah, yeah. Well I had that five eighth duel last year and played him at five eighth throughout the rest of the year. I just yeah. think like everybody was excited about this Cowboys draw. He was him and Val were probably that one anomaly that just kept charging on. Like Val was still scoring eighties in losing teams, um, and so did Scotty Drinkwater. I wonder if he played week one, you would have at least been looking at him. Yeah, you would have. I agree. I think no one would have grabbed him though. I think everyone just wanted to follow the the obvious options. Um, all right, let's tackle some of these questions. We've got some good ones coming in. Uh, Craig Brady asked at the start of the show, do we fade Britain Nicara for Hudson and Olakowatu? And this is actually a, the exact situation that I'm in right now. I want to play Hudson Young and Hamoli Olakowatu this week. I might do this move exactly. I, and, and Matty agrees by the looks of things before do he doesn't get a beer. Um, Craig, do it, mate, if you're still watching us. Uh, I would sit Nicara this week and play Huddy Young and Olakowatu. I think uh, Flash is asking, who do I play out of Mulatalo and Croker? See, that's an interesting one because Mulatalo's matchup is terrible this week and Croker is playing against the Knights. Now, he what left center, who will he be up against? He'll be marked by Dane Gagai, which also is not a great matchup. Dane Gagai, very good, very good defensive center. Mm, I don't know. Maybe Croker gets the edge because he's got the goal kicking. That's kind of the only way. I mean, Ronaldo Mulatalo could go out and get 10 next week against the Panthers. Like, Panthers defend their edges so fucking well. And we know that the Sharks are a little bit of a kind of flat-track bully team, aren't they? So is he going to get good ball? I mean, he's coming up against the Crichton and To'o Edge as well, who are probably the best defensive wing and center combo in the competition. So I would sit Mulatalo this week and I'd play Croker, I would say. I'll wait for Maddie to get back. Oh, Maddie can answer that when he gets back too. Uh, Paul... How many seasons have you lads been playing Supercoach? So I started playing kind of fantasy NRL or NRL fantasy back in the day. I think it was 2014 or 2015 I started playing. Um, I took a little bit of a break around 2017, 18, I think. And then I started playing Supercoach 2018, maybe 2019. Uh, And then I played the last four or five seasons. So pretty consistently every single year, a couple of top 1,000 finishes. Uh, never kind of got close enough to go top 100 or be competitive, but uh, 343rd last year, so not too bad. Um, question from Flash. Who do you play out of Mulatalo and Croker? I said Croker purely because Mulatalo could easily get 10 up against Toto and Crichton this week. There's a box, I think, outside it. Christian Welch, because I'm not playing either of these guys this week. Like, honestly, there's probably a front row forward or somebody that you can play that can plug away 50. I'm not willing to punt on either of these guys this week. Surely there's somebody else. Surely you have a second row forward that is r- roughly playing decent footy. Surely you can just have a punt on somebody else. Your third front row forward, 
that starts in an NRL football team is a better chance of scoring more than either of those guys. Fair call. Can't argue with that. Uh, Paul is asking, I use, oh, he's not asking, he's telling us, he used his third last trade to do Stefano to Payne Haas. I don't mind that. That's an upgrade. So that's that's, that's fine. I can deal with that. Uh, Adam is uh, liking Walsh for VC this week. Could be anything against the Roosters. Completely agree love with it. that. Like, like that call. Uh, Thursday night Roden. VC. Love it. Yeah. Oh, definitely not going straight C on a Thursday. We know we know Mark's rule about captain on a Thursday. Uh, yeah. Thoughts on – Luke's asking, thoughts on nothing out. The second hooker to free up cash for Luttrell. It's a wasteland, and I want to keep depth in other positions. Yeah, love that. I think if you have an, I would keep a trade in the bank in case Harry Grant or your number one hooker goes down. Otherwise, then you're completely fucked. But I think if you keep a trade in hand, sweet. Then you can just trade out. Who, if your main hooker gets injured, you just trade him out for another good hooker. I mean, but, I'd like yeah, to I think like that this isn't his last trade. Um, but yeah, you're in massive trouble. Maybe you can, hopefully, you can free up enough cash by getting somebody that's at least playing a little bit of football. Uh, Mark backs Munster is his pick. No buyers can't see resting when they, when they need wins, which is true. Melbourne do need wins. South's buy puts me off overall. So I'm assuming he's talking about the five, eight chat with Cody Walker. You're that good, Mark. You've got depth. You can sit, you can sit Cody Walker for one week. Uh, Troy is asking, do I do Torhu Harris to Payne Haas? This will take me down to two trades. No. Yeah. That's my answer too. I wouldn't be doing that. Only because I know that trades are going to be fucking golden in round 25 to 27. We've set it for about a month. Broncos buy, Rabbitohs buy, Eels buy. You're going to be in some serious trouble there. If there's restings in those final rounds, you end up with half a team. So I would not. I'd back Tohu in. I mean, he, what, what, he's still scoring a point a minute. Fuck. Like, plays 50, 60 minutes. He gets you 50 points. So <coughs> there's much bigger issues, I think, in you're, people's teams. You're off him because way. he scored 36 in 36 minutes and gotten got a rest like i mean he got 52 on the weekend fuck that's okay for front row that's not a big deal um so i'd keep tohu i think people are panic trading him and if they, if you have seven eight nine trades fine but if you've got two trades like troy definitely not uh raymond crane i've been lucky in picking up all my center wings at their lowest point currently have garrick chance nickel cookstad marju holmes azarko and he also has Manu, he, he mentioned in another comment as well so that's uh if you're picking them all up at the bottom that's the game isn't it Buy low, sell high, or buy low and keep. So playing the game perfectly. Um, Tyler Sutherland is asking, should I use my last trade, Gutho to Latrell? No. Yeah, cool. I I disagree. I don't think you should trade Gutho to Latrell whether you've got four trades or one trade. So I'm trading Gutho to Latrell with six trades this week. Yeah. Uh but definitely not with my last trade. Gutho's fine. He scored 500s in his last six games. I'm sure you can get by with that. He'll be okay. Uh, how are you? For, uh, I think Raymond was asking other questions to other people in here, which is good. Uh, Mark, as Panthers, as a Panthers man, he was a bit worried about the Panthers' left edge defense last week against the Dogs. Uh, even Dogs look good that side for your line breaks against Peachy and Taruva. Yeah, I mean, Tyrone Peachy isn't exactly the most amazing defender, is he? So. Do, I mean, does that right edge, does Jesse Ramey and Sione Katoa get a little bit of a workout down that right edge against the Panthers this week? Even so, not many people own those two. So yeah, a lot of people own Mulatalo, and that, that's probably the big focus for a lot of people. Maybe more of an anytime try scorer bet than a super coach relevant question, that one. 
Could be. Could be. Uh, Michael Griffiths wants to know, is Preston a holder or a trade? If trading, who should I trade to? He has Hopgood, Nicara, Hudson Young, Fafida, and Torhu Harris. Jack Howarth. <laughs> I was, I was going to suggest something about nothing. Perfect answer. Yeah. Perfect answer. Yeah, Jack if Howarth those, is the man. I tell you what, he's got, looked really good in uh, in uh, Victoria Cup down there. And um, Isn't that the yeah. AFL? Do they even have Victoria Cup? It is thrown no, they in come the up, fucking VFL they, or something. No, they come up and play in Queensland. Yeah, I'm taking the I think it's north or something. Yeah. If you've got five good solid plays there in those five players, you can definitely nuff out Preston's. Absolutely no doubt. Uh, just depends out, on how many trades. Yeah. Just depends how many trades you have as well, though. If you're nothing uh, and you've only got two trades left, just be oh, obviously smart about how you use them. I mean, just just hold him and go to Jack Howarth when you need to use that second trade if you've got two trades left. Yeah. Good shout. Uh, Adam is asking, Char- or oh, he's saying he gets once Charles Nickel Klukstad next week for Meany or Zarko. For the run home, he doesn't trust centers inside of Zarko, uh, but perhaps whispers may bump Meany, which is a good point. I mean, Pappenhausen is not far away now, is he? Can I can I ask a question? Is Nick mm. Meany? Look at the way that Nick Meany's played the last four weeks. I think he averaged forty, probably over the last four weeks. I would prefer if he's playing on the wing. Me too. I said this to you about two months ago. I'm like, is yeah. Nick Meany losing fullback and going back to the left wing actually really a bad thing? No, I don't think it I is. I think it's great. I'm actually more excited for Meany playing there. And imagine like a bit of a situation where maybe Pappy has to get rested after 58 minutes and then Meany then becomes the strike player because they're on a roll because Ryan Pappenhausen is so good and he's been on the wing with uh, on Ryan Pappenhausen's preferred side. Like, honestly, like, I am holding Nick Meany through to round 27. Yeah, and he's goal-kicking, so, I mean, when they score, he'll get some extra cheap points, so. And I don't – and trade a for CNK. Enjoy it. Fair call. Fair call. Uh, Paul – Wants a little bit of info about it. Can we explain when head-to-head finals start? So it depends on how your league is configured. So I'd probably ask whoever set your league up or whoever's in your head-to-head league how I they think did it's it. In the settings, if you have a look on your app. So yeah, a lot of the time you can go in and see your settings in your league. I think the automatic settings are that the finals will go for four weeks and they start around twenty-three and finish around twenty-six. So. You don't have to stress about mass restings in round 27, fucking up your head-to-head finals and all that kind of stuff. But the, the big issue is round 26 with the Rabbitohs buy, don't get caught short in your head-to-head finals for your cash comp to make a thousand, win a 1000 bucks. If you've got five or six Rabbitohs players in your team, you could be in yeah. trouble. Don't bring Luttrell in if you've got Cook, Cody, Munro, Murray. Yeah. Or punt one of them before you bring Latrell in as, as part of yeah. your trades. Speaking well, of someone who's got a fuckload of trades, Chris Macfield has 10 trades left. Do you, does he do Gutho to Latrell and then SJ to Cleary? Ten trades no. is a lot of trades. No, I still don't do that. Okay. I, I wait a week for that. You're going to wait on Latrell against the West Tigers? Yeah. Got 139 break even and Gutho's just scored five tons in the last six games. Gutho has 120 break-even this week. The break-evens are the same. So you've got to well, be confident. Gonna, is Gutho going to do the same as Latrell this week? The trade's going to be the week? same next week. The trade's going to be the same next week. I mean, the last six weeks tells us that Gutho, that it's completely fine to hold Gutho. 
I don't, I'm not disagreeing with you that I think it's okay to hold Gutho, but do you really want to miss out on Latrell potentially? This, the sky is limitless in terms of what he could score against the Tigers this week. I suppose the big thing is the SJ to Cleary, and I think that you should probably trade SJ to Cleary. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I think people are holding SJ and, for the and look funding it with that. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with holding SJ either. Like the, with the draw they've got coming up, they the Warriors have the perfect head-to-head schedule. So if you're a head-to-head player and you you take your cash comp seriously, uh, I mean, holding SJ isn't really a bad pod move. You just got to look at the rest of your head-to-head competition maybe as well and have a look at how many people have Cleary because that could really hurt you if everyone else has Cleary and you've got SJ and it doesn't go well. Chris might genuinely be the only guy I know that, can trade out Latrell in time for head-to-head finals. Go yeah. and win that, and then and then have a crack trade at round twenty-seven. Last game, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's a good shout. Just burn, just burn four <laughs> trades on Guthrie and Latrell. Good call. Break. Uh, Banks is asking: Is Torhu a sell? I don't think he is now. I mean, he's playing less minutes, yes, and I think they're trying to just manage his workload a little bit. And look, hey, if you've got seven, eight, nine trades, great, you can make that move. But I'd say if you've got less than five, I'd be just holding on Torhu. Just pick him, yeah. pick him when you want to play him. Like He's completely fine. Yeah. Uh, Terry is asking, Sonny Luke or Mulatalo? I'm assuming maybe he's asking, who do I play this week out of those two? I'd never play Sonny Luke. Oh, you're in a bit of a I'd like to there. think that you've got somebody else, but if you really don't, you'd play Mulatalo. I'm sorry yeah, for your there's a, there's a chance that he may just score a miracle try. Who knows? Uh, he probably won't, but he'll still score more than Sonny Luke in 12 minutes. So, yeah. Uh, no Latrell for me. Paul got drinky. Great, great move. Great, great move. Uh, and this is a very good point as well. Adam uh, is mentioning Gutho for less contribution when Dylan Brown is back. So Dylan Brown's back next week. I forgot about Dillbags, to be honest. Mm. I mean, Gutho, uh, Gutho's had to step up and he's had to do more without Dylan Brown. Now he doesn't have to with Dillbags back, so... Does that I mean, change your thought process on holding Gutho? Because they still have to make finals. Mm. Gutho's the captain, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gutho's the captain. He's still going to be stepping up. Um, like Dillbags hasn't been able to play um, New South Wales Cup or anything like that. It's going to take a while to ease him back in. I think you're going to get the alarm bells early enough. Uh, Banks has three trades left. I'd probably hold on selling Torhu with three trades left, mate. So just hold, 100%. just hold fire there. Uh, Shots has four trades left. Is that good or bad? Look, I, I'm going to have four trades left after this week, but my team's done. So my four trades are emergency trades. So if your team is set and you've got four emergency trades left for injuries or restings or buyers or whatever down the track, I think you're in an okay spot. Um, but if your team's not set and you've got some weaknesses, I'd probably you, you want to have three trades left for those final three rounds. Yeah. That's that's what I think you want. Hey, Mate, man, let's I wonder talk if trades. we covered... Yeah. Sorry, go. I wondered if we covered a lot of this in the chat. Um, I'd like to think that I'd make no trades, but during the podcast, Brimo to Munster has surfaced. I just... Reese Welsh's 120, which was the one that was up my sleeve, um, really put that out of reach for me. So the only thing I can do to bring in a prestige player is go AJ to Munster. And I'm actually having a bit of a look and I'm not a hundred percent sure that I would play AJ too many weeks down the stretch anyway. So maybe it's a play I do and I 
sit there with three. This will mean I miss out on Latrell. This will mean I miss out on Harry Grant. This will mean I miss out on Reese Walsh. But if I do any trade, it will be that. If I had a few trades, I would actually love to do Nick Meany to Hamaso Tabuai Fado. Yeah, you've tempted me really hard with that one. I'm doing Gutho to Trell. I've said it all all podcasts. That hasn't changed for me. I'm, I'm happy to pull the pin on that. Uh, and then I have up to 642000 for a center wing. Now, the first option I was looking at was Valence Tavare to Jacob Carraz, which would leave me then with the 100K left over. Um, Carraz, 14.5%. I'm doing it just because it's spicy. And just because at this time of the year, Hammer could average 80 for the rest of the year with the run they have on the way home. I love him at fullback. I hate him at center wing. I'm, I love the fact his price has dropped down enough for me to be able to grab him. It leaves me with about maybe 80 or 90K in the bank as well if I pick him up. Um, yeah. So Valence Tavare to Hamiso Tabguifado could be the perfect play to, to round out my center wing and also give me the flexibility yeah. of duels between him and Garrick at fullback. You are welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hmm. I can't well, do I've it, trades. but... But you and you enjoy the fact that I've traded in and out Val about four times this year, <laughs> and Hopgood. Uh, yeah, but the, the Val plays genius, like in, in terms yeah. of the way you've made it work. So you'd be happy yeah. with bringing him back in and out twice. That's fine. Uh, yeah, Karaz would have been my Hopgood third time in. if I got him in. If I if I got yeah. Karaz back, it would have been the third time I brought him <laughs> on my team. So yeah, that's that's sensational. Yeah, yeah, good good super coaching from me. Uh, all right. Well, last question, Professor Cactus. Which teams do you think will finish in the top four and top eight? Um, I say the Sharks drop out of the eight. Bit spicy. But if you can't beat a team in the top eight, how are you going to stay there? They're sitting at yeah, six true. at the moment. Uh, they're on 26 points. They're one win. So Rabbitohs and Eels are sitting in eighth and ninth on 24 points. I'd say both of those teams make the eight especially with the troll coming back. Cowboys are on 26 with the Sharks at 26. So like if the Sharks go ahead and lose the next three, four, they're in big trouble. So yep. I would say Panthers and Broncos one and two, not quite sure on the order yet, but that'll probably stay like that. Warriors stay in the, yeah, with the run home Warriors three, uh, <coughs> Melbourne four. I'd say it stays the way that it is for the top four personally. And then I say Sharks drop out, Rabbitohs take the eighth spot. And then the Cowboys, Raiders, Eels in the eight. That's me. Yeah, so I am going Panthers, Broncos, Warriors, Raiders, Storm, Cowboys, Eels, and Rabbits. I don't think that the Knights make it. I think that the Rabbits. I Like you just said a bit earlier that you don't see the Rabbitohs losing another game throughout the year. And then you're saying mm. that they're missing the top eight. They're, make, they're making the no, top they're eight. Not, the I'm not saying it. they're missing the top eight. I said the Rabbitohs make the top eight. Oh, the Definitely Eels? Come out. Sharks. Out. The Sharks miss the eight. Sharks miss the eight. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, so I think the Rabbitohs... Did you say the Knights come in? No. no. Oh, sorry. I just misheard you. Sorry no, to okay. uh, Sea Eagles and Roosters fans who have that really high expectation every year that you make it. You guys suck this year. And from <laughs> a Broncos fan that got the wooden spoon, yeah, it happens. Yeah, go the Tigers. Uh, and Mark also said that this is the best beef up since the Hudson Young incident. So uh, we, we pumped Hudson Young up all week and he went out and got 30-odd, didn't he? So, this hey, he's saying that no, we're doing this to Hammer. Hammer's 19. This oh, mate, if this happens, I'm going to be really pissed off. And he wants you to come up with a song as well. So put a pressure on for next week. Stop. Hammer time. <laughs> 
<laughs> Terrible. Uh, <laughs> Raymond Crane, thinking of playing Robson over Nicker as my fourth reserve, a little bit of a pod for this week. Robson's been pretty disappointing as an owner. I'd still take Nick. I'd still play Nicker. I think he gets through much Nicker. better base. Yep. Gets much better base this year. As somebody That'll that do. has to play Robson this week, I'd play Nicker. <laughs> yeah, Shekel, spoken from experience, mate. That'll that'll do us. We've uh, we've talked through all things around twenty two NRL Super Coach for Tin List Tuesday. Another one in the books. We've only got five more Tin List Tuesdays to go before the season's done uh, for Super Coach, anyway. So it's it's been a it's been a wild ride. We've had some good fun. Thanks for everybody for getting involved in the chat, in the comments. As always, we appreciate everyone's involvement. I'm about to do an NBA podcast if you stick it around. It's not going to be live, so you're going to have to listen to it tomorrow. But it's uh, where to draft uh, suspended and injured players with Mickey Dell from the uh, AFL podcast. That'd be a good one. So that'll what about that'll drop tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening, I would say. Yeah. I might even just drop it in the morning. I'm not Plenty of NBA content coming out over the next month, two months leading into the comp. I mean, what, October is when the NBA starts, so that'll be good. We've got some FPL cash comps coming up as well. It'll be starting when the FPL kicks off in about two, three weeks. So if you want to get involved in that, uh, hop into the Discord or or hit us up in DMs and and we'll look after you. We've got a couple of cash comps running. AFL guys are doing some good work over there as well. For those of, that are in the hunt, I know we've got a few guys in the Discord that are in that top thousand or, or thereabouts for AFL Supercoach too, which is cool. So good luck to those guys. But uh, otherwise, that'll do us for tonight. We'll be back on Thursday for a countdown show this week, I'm pretty sure, to answer all of your final trade questions. So we will see you then. Have a good one. Cheerio.